sports listeners. I'm your host, Erica Salda, the queen of team. Please tune in every single Tuesday. This whole hour of Santa Barbara Teen Athletes. Woo! And we're talking all athletes. Welcome, everybody, this morning on this beautiful July 7th. In the house, we have Holly McCord, Smart Cards, Smart College Admissions, Richard Ellsworth, Mountain, Sound, Mountain Sage Healing. Sorry, it must be the 7th of July. I'm losing my words. Uh, he's going to do Richard Remedies today. View from the deck, of course, is Lisa Marie, Ed Langlow, if only I had known. And, of course, we have Dominique Hackett. And she's the reason why we get to Zoom every single day because she sets everything up. I have lighting now. This is, like, awesome. Dr. D, you, you're the, uh, what do you are? The producer. Without you, there's nothing. How is everybody doing this morning? Great. Yeah. Got to go around the room. Hey, Ed, I still love your palm tree. You're still in Hawaii. Yeah. You're in Hawaii for I know. I, I know. I've been, I, my visa has been seized. They have my passport. They won't let me Quar- leave. They said the coronavirus, I'm quarantined. Hey, it's not that hard. Get out there. Do the breaststroke, then the backstroke, yeah. float a little. It's not a big yeah. deal to swim back. Come on. Yeah, yeah. it's easy. Giving it some serious thought. You know, we, we usually start off the show every week. Uh, we've been trying to, anyway, my little take on um, everything that's going on is just to show and express gratitude to the wonderful community of Santa Barbara that we live in. And first and foremost, especially what's going on nationally, uh, let's, let's give it, just have a couple of, and I'm not going to use a moment of silence and everything, but some every single person today should just take a, a breath, you know, take that minute and thank all of our first responders because OMG, what they have to have dealt with, definitely, they're absolutely in, in, in my prayers nightly and uh, nationally and globally. Uh, there should be a, a, a national day uh, for first responders, definitely, when all this is over because it's just absolutely been on. Un- Unbelievable. Dominic, what do you say? Absolutely. Our first responders are in our prayers. Our teachers are in our prayers. All the people that are helping us, the grocery workers, the people bringing us our packages, everybody who's helping us out are all in our prayers. Yeah, it's unbelievably. Uh, Let's just go. Since you all three are so cute on the deck there. How about Richard? What do you say? Would you have anybody that you want to reach out to? Um, I, I would just like to point out all the, the restaurant workers and, and the people who are, um, you know, working every day to, to make sure that we can still, you know, dine out in some capacity or have food to go. And, um, you know, it, it takes a lot of work. Yeah, definitely. Lisa, uh, Christine Marie. Um, I, I have a shout out to my, I think I shouted out last week to my dentist and her husband who are keeping their office going for emergencies and for people who need stuff. And also for the self care, um, the, the, the hairdressers and the nail places, they've been starting to open up too. And a dear friend of mine, Claudia at Aesthetic Mia is, is getting ready to open and hopefully they do get to open. So nothing's rolling back. So hold on guys. We really love you. <laughs> Definitely. Holly McCord, Smart College Admissions. Do you have a shout out? I would like to just say I am grateful for the neighbors that have been so thoughtful and looking out for each other and checking in to make sure that some of our neighbors who live alone or are retired have what they need and feel safe or run errands for them if not. So we've my neighborhood has been really good about that. And I'm grateful to see that kind of commute sense of community come out from a hard time. Yeah. Ed, that very well was a good one. Good job there. Holly, I like that one. Ed Langlow, what do you say? 
Well, in the hardship, <laughs> yeah, from Hawaii. The hardship yeah. is so widespread that it's it's hard. But uh, this morning, I've I've heard a couple of things, and one is that the Elks have now canceled their Fourth of July completely. Uh, they were they had downsized it. It's now canceled. Uh, I was in Harry's Plaza restaurant yesterday for our club meeting, and uh, the waitress said, "Call in next week before you come because we may close up today." And this morning, I've heard that, that they have. So the, I'd like to give a shout out to all those people that are struggling, trying to keep their efforts open, trying to keep the fundraising going at the Elks mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. They're, today they're all locked down. It's sad. Yeah, we are. We have to keep that. Be mindful. The amount of there is going to be an impact. OK, with the amount of restaurants that can, in fact, survive, the amount of nonprofits that can, in fact, survive. We, we will see it, okay? And what we need to do is we have to stay strong and we have to be mindful that we are going to be needed more than ever. Yes. So to, to be able to recover, it's just like we're going to have to, Santa Barbara's going to have to go in a run. It's going to be a renaissance. And you have to look at it like that. Dr. D and I had breakfast this morning and we have to take this as an opportunity, you know, and, and I just say this to everybody, love our way out of it. Okay, that's what we got to do. It's just love, you know, yeah. social distance. Okay, we got to probably part with the hugs for just briefly till we get through this. But we got to love our way out of this, Richard. Let me just add one thing, very briefly. Yeah. Wash up, mask up, and step back. That's all I have to say. Yeah. Well. <laughs> Wait a minute. Wasn't it you who was always telling us no dead air? Yeah, no, exactly. Well, I didn't know what to I say. I told you it was going to be short. As, I know. As I, well, I, that's, I think that's why I stopped because I'm waiting for more. No, yeah, definitely. The, you, uh, be mindful of the rules. I said that since day one. You know, whatever and we got to do to get through this. May I just add that wearing a mask sure. means covering both the mouth and the nose. There seems yeah. to be some people who don't understand that both are critical to safety. So yeah. a friend of mine was in the doctor's office the other day and this woman came in and she would not, she refused to put it over her nose. And then she cursed at the nice receptionist and even said some really inappropriate yeah, well, things. We don't, you know, the thing is, is everyone is, is dealing with this frustration and fear and anger in all different ways. And if they're taking it out against the mass, that's on them. And again, that's part of the love and patience and understanding and if there's a rule that you have to wear it and a not that's not my place to tell you what you can and cannot do so um i again i'm just i'm really trying to support that we um just try to get our sleep we're going to talk to richard rich is going to have some remedies he had a great piece last week on anxiety i'm looking forward to whatever he has to say today um and we also have uh, a segment here from Ed Lenglo, if only I had known, but we're going to start off with Holly McCord right after these messages.
and this is Santa Barbara Teen Sports Radio Show. I am your host, Erica Salda, the Queen of Teen. Please tune in every single Tuesday at 9 a.m. Fantastic. Well, I tell you, kids have got, and parents, especially if I was a parent right now during this COVID situation as a helicopter mom back in the day, I don't know what I would do. And I'm so thankful that we have people like the Holly McCords in the world to help us in the step-by-step uh, process that kids um, can have a mentor to get through uh, and, and the parents uh, uh, to get through this experience. So in the house right now, we have Holly McCord, Smart College Admissions. Good morning, Holly. What say you today? I'm looking forward to it. Great. Well, I'm excited because although COVID has meant that we have to spend a lot more time inside and with our family, it's actually an ideal combination for writing your college applications and getting the stress done before the fall kicks in. So what I'm going to help you do today is walk through a couple of the steps that you can be doing now so that you can write your essays this summer, like this month even. And when come, fall comes around, you will be sitting pretty and not stressing the way a lot of your friends will be. So the five things I want you to do to get ready for July, the month of writing essays, are one, in, create an account with the Common App. This is really easy to do. Common App is accepted by a lot of schools, private and public, although not the California states or the UC Californias. But in general, it's a widely accepted application. So get on there, create your basic information application, and then you get access to the essay prompts, which is really what you want out of this whole process. The next thing you want to do is install Grammarly on your computer. If you've been listening to the show, I've said this more times than I can count, but it is so important. Grammarly is a free app that will help you with your writing and help you be remembered for the right reasons, not because you had spelling errors and grammar errors and your word sentence structure was wrong. So increase your odds, use this great tool, and your editor will appreciate it as well. Learn the difference between active writing and passive tense writing. Active tense writing is where you're showing, you're telling a story. It's interesting. It's engaging. Passive tense writers tell the story in terms of what they tell the reader, what they want them to know. Whereas active tense shows the reader so that the reader feels like, oh, I get what they're saying. And I would come to that same conclusion. It's much more effective as a writing tool. If you don't know the difference, YouTube has a bazillion videos on it. So feel free to Google that. Block time to write. This is, we all feel like we are great procrastinators and some of us are convinced we do our best work under pressure. And while that may be true to some degree, I guarantee you, if you write, put it away, give it to an editor, read it again a couple days later, I guarantee you will find things that you will change in your essays. So it's important to block the time. And finally, Try and use Google Docs as opposed to Microsoft Word. Or if you do use Microsoft Word, please make sure that you save the history of each document. And the reason for this is, should you ever be accused of plagiarizing your essays or any part of your essays, you have the history because Google Docs saves that for you automatically. And you can go back and show that you you started from this point and this was your next draft and that was your next draft. And you can prove that you really didn't go off and just copy somebody's essay or have them write it for you. So those are the things you can be doing to get ready for the essay. And I, there are eight different choices of essay questions. So there's no shortage of stories to tell. Nice. I have a quick question and, not, and it's not really related to um, 
the essay section that you were mentioning, but I did want to bring up because you did talk about it once before, and that is the taking or retaking or not taking, and maybe you can go through this just really quick, um, of the SATs. So can you give us, give me, I know we've done this before, but I think it's so important right now over this summer. Um, I agree. Kids are studying. Mom, I don't need to study for the SAT. I don't have to take it. They don't want it. You know what I mean? So as a parent, I'm like, I would be, oh, this is new news. So I want to know what the real news is. The truth is the vast majority of colleges have said they will make it optional. And what optional means is not you have to take it or you don't have to take it. If you have already taken your test, I recommend you submit your scores only if they meet or exceed the class average from the year before, because they're going to help you in that case. If they're below what they previously admitted, don't send them your scores. If you haven't taken the SAT yet, but want to, if they open up testing dates, and that's the big question because of COVID, what will happen is they give priority to people who have never taken it before. So those who want to improve their scores may or may not get a chance to do that. I would say if you do intend, if you're bound and determined to take the SAT, then study for it now. If you're going to get a tutor, do it now because you may get one chance and one chance only. Mm -hmm. So those are how I would see it playing out. But for the most part, most schools are not requiring the SAT this year just simply because kids can't get access to it. Good answers. Thank you. So just so I know, again, if you haven't taken the SAT and should you take it or you don't have to take it? <laughs> I know I just asked the same question. No, it's fair. I think. Yeah. I mean, I should would... I study for it if I've never taken it? I mean, <laughs> should, is it something that you're saying? If, if I if my child was underneath your tutelage, would you make all your kids study and take that SAT? No. Uh-huh. Aha. So that's the bottom line. That's the bottom line. Okay. At this point, I don't think it's realistic that schools, they're almost the vast majority of schools, especially the elite schools, all the UC, all the University of California and all the Cal State California schools have all said, forget it. We can't. They're optional. There are some schools that have not made a decision yet, but the vast majority have already said, forget it. Even the schools who haven't officially made a decision I can't see them. There are two reasons I can't see them requiring it. One, they just keep canceling test dates and it's getting harder and harder for kids to even get in to take the test. And if you can't take the test, it's not your fault. Number two, if they do, if they do say, no, we're going to require this no matter what, I think they're setting themselves up for a lot of lawsuits because then they're forcing kids to make the decision between, do I sit in a room with 300 people not knowing who might be sick and risk my health and potentially my family's health, or do I not take the test and not have a chance to apply to your college? I think the vast majority of people are going to make their own decision, but there will be lawsuits over that if, if colleges continue to require it. One of the things as jumping back to the essays, one of the things that people should be thinking about are the content of the essays tend to focus around moments of growth in your life where either you felt like you learned, you had an obstacle that you had to overcome and what did you learn from that? Uh, You have a background identity interest that has vastly influenced who you are and you can talk about that. But most of the topics or the essay topics all revolve around growth and learning in some particular way. So when you get ready to showcase your story, those are the moments that I would focus on because what it tells a college or university is, 
I'm not bringing you just this much of me, this little mindset that I'm stuck in. I am ready to learn. And that's what mm-hmm. institutions are looking for. We're going to zoom out, as they say, okay? And take a break. We'll be back after these messages. Teen Sports Radio Show. I am your host, Erica Salda, the Queen of Teen. Please tune in every single Tuesday, 9 a.m. Okie dokie. Ed Langlow is up next with If Only I'd Known. If you've just joined us, Santa Barbara, thank you so much. You could always tune in uh, evening at 11 o'clock if you miss the 9 a.m. show. We have Sunday at 6 and Monday at 3 a.m. when you grab that little, you sneak that little piece of pie. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Ed, what say you today? Thank you, Erica. Good morning, everyone. If only I'd known is a mentor's moment with the teens listening in on Zoom and for those uh, listening in to Teen Sports Radio. Uh, today's segment is emotional management. We hear much about anger management. I guess that's because the target in those anger management courses is mostly the adult crowd. And in anger is the emotion that will most often get an adult in trouble. Uh, The younger we are, the more emotions guide our actions. In the early days, the limbic system, the part of the brain that doles out emotions is more active. Uh, Have you ever watched a six month old child cry until they're blue in the face? Mm. Or do you remember when you were seven years old laughing until your stomach hurt so bad, you groaned in pain but couldn't stop laughing? Yeah, those, those were the days, right? We're more prone to doing things for the excitement at a younger age, but sometimes the attraction to thrills or a good rush can be disastrous. The aftermath of riding a skateboard down a steep hill, for example, uh, could be a cast on your leg for six weeks, after which you might just decide the rush wasn't really worth it. If only I had known when I was young, that that exciting ride I took down on Terror Road in my wagon wasn't going to end well. (laughs) (laughs) And it didn't. (laughs) Uh, We should all think a little more before uh, making decisions. Consider all the possible outcomes, the cost in money, pain, a friendship, or our reputation. In my last segment on money, uh, I talked about the new car pitch to excite you with no price even mentioned. You sit in the new car and the new car smell hits you. You take it for a test drive. Now you're really excited. My advice was look at the depreciation rate, especially in the first year or two. And if there's a loan involved, add up the payments, including the interest, and then sleep on it. If it still sounds like a good idea, then buy it. But make the decision to buy it with something more than emotions. Uh, Sometimes it's 
not that obvious when emotions are the only influence uh, in making decisions. You might be sad, excited, or frustrated, or scared. But if you've done the math, considered the outcomes, and still think it's a good idea, then it probably is. Then there's anger. Anger is the one emotion you're not going to outgrow. And not many brilliant decisions are made by an angry mind. So try to get in the habit of taking a deep breath. Think about the possible outcomes before doing what you're considering when you're really mad. Now, I don't know if sexual excitement qualifies as an emotion, but there's another call for a deep breath. Promise you this, if you get in the habit of using some deliberate thought and common sense along with those emotions before making any decision, your life will go a lot smoother with less regrets for it. I'm Ed Langlow. I'll see you next time on If Only I'd Known. Nice job. Thank nice you. Nice job. <laughs> Sweet. Do you have anything to add to that, Christine Marie? Um, you know, it's funny. I uh, The card that came to me for this show, and it's been speaking about, it's been sort of mentioned in interesting ways, is the hanged man, which is talking about. Whoa, whoa, um, whoa. Wait a minute. <laughs> no, no. Well, it's, You're going to hang me for that? <laughs> no, 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 no. It's really about, um, you know, holding. It's, it's about hanging yourself up from action. It's about oh. relaxing for a minute, putting yourself up on the tree and sort of actually putting your heart over your head so you're. So you're not like you're not necessarily thinking your way all the way through, but really considering it with your emotions. So it's about sort of just taking a breath and resting and being in that space of rest space. So I think it's pretty appropriate. I think it's great because you can't see by this card, but you got to get the blood to rush to the head. (laughs) That's what you need. You need the blood to rush to the head. I love Christine Marie's view on things. Um, it is a view from the deck. This is her new piece that she's been uh, providing us every single week here at 9 a.m. And I really appreciate it. It's really good. It actually Thank gets you. it. He works really well with Ed. And, and is there anything else that we need to know about this hanged man? Um, what, I, what I think is really appropriate for the time right now is that this hanged man, sometimes people get a little wigged out by it. Um, but if you see the on almost all the cards, the person's really at peace. This person's in in the is it in a yoga the, uh, position? Yeah. He's in the yeah. tree of life yoga position. He she um, all, hanging on the tree of life, and um, his heart is over his head. Their heart is over their head. And the thing is, is even if we're not consciously putting ourselves up on this tree, it's almost like an unconscious. It's like life has put us up on a tree. And I feel a lot about what's happening with the, the COVID virus where things have stopped and we're, we're stuck on the tree right now. And um, this also, this card reminds me a lot of the, the caterpillar in the chrysalis on the tree. Um, in the midst of the caterpillar soup. And I don't know how long we're going to be on this tree, <laughs> um, but we're in the soup. And, and the more we can, you know, love each other and, and really put our, you know, think, you know, we can't really think our way through this. We have to feel it. I loved in terms of um, what Holly McCord was talking about with the, the, the essays, you know, like connect in with what your feelings are and, your, and, and you know, connect in with what's going on and your passions and put those in there. And, and really, you, sometimes you just can't think your way through things. You really have to just feel your way and think too, but let your heart lead and make sure that your mind is, is following and, 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 you know, crossing the T's and making the details happen. Um, and, and just, you know, and when it's time to get down, we'll get down. We will get down from the tree. <laughs> so the butterfly will burst from the cocoons. So mm-hmm. just have faith and be where we are. 
Yeah. I love that view from the deck. Christine <laughs> Marie. <laughs> Woo! I love that. I love All right, let's take here. another little break. When we get back, we've got uh, a segment here with Richard's Remedies right after these messages. Teen Sports Radio Show. I am your host, Erica Salda, the Queen of Teen. Please tune in every single Tuesday at 9 a.m. Boy, such this has been a packful show. And I'm still I'm sitting where you can't see me, okay, but I am actually sitting uh, a little bit of a distance here with Christine, but she's got her hangman card right between us. So I know everything about this card. <laughs> this is great. Um, and Christine, just really quick, I want you to give some contact information if anybody would like to get a reading. You've been doing readings uh, for over 10 years now, and uh, I've personally experienced, as well as Dr. D and Dominique, we all love the way you go about it. So how can we get a hold of you? Um, well, locally, I've been doing readings um, through uh, at Paradise Found. So you can always book a reading with me through Paradise Found at ParadiseFound.com, ParadiseFoundSB.com. You can also call me at 805-350-2705. I do know my own phone number. I don't have to look at the card. <laughs> it's a guy. <laughs> it's a guy. So, um, and you can also email me at um, Christine, K-R-I-S-T-I-N-E dot Hoff, H-A-U-G-H at gmail.com. So any of those ways you can reach me, I would love to read um, and uh, talk about Tarot forever. So (laughs) Awesome. (laughs) All right. In the house now, we got some uh, Richard's remedies. What say you today, Richard? Well, let's keep uh, let's keep running with the hangman. Not literally. That that would be a neat. <laughs> um, so you know the the I, I love the idea of the hanged man and having the the heart over the head and um, blood rushing to the head. So I just want to talk about um, blood rushing to the head and <laughs> when that happens um, in the current climate that we're living in. And when that happens is often when we're wearing masks. And it's one of these really great side effects of wearing a mask. And it might not sound great because a lot of people, they wear the mask. Blood will rush to that area because it's, it's you know, a warm, moist environment. They'll start, you know, sweating. And then all these toxins start coming out. And some people will break out and some mm-hmm. people will not. And what is the difference? Well, I think this is a really amazing indicator. If you are breaking out, your detox pathways are blocked or your histamine levels are really high. So uh, this is a really incredible side effect and and a real gift of of wearing a mask because it really allows you to know what your toxin levels are in your body. And then you can address those and and get yourself, you know, back to normal and and get your body 
um, in a mode for, for optimal healing. Mm-hmm. Um, so how can we remedy this? If, if we have this mask and we're wearing it and we're noticing that we're starting to break out, we get hives, rashes, acne, whatever it is, um, how can we fix this? Well, you may not know if it's a histamine issue and you may not know if it's blocked detox pathways, but it's really not that hard to figure it out just by going right to the treatment. Um, so histamine levels, as naturally as possible, can be lowered by eating three apples a day. That's a pound of apples. Um, that's a lot of apples, but it takes effect instantly, and it's really great for your body. Um, the other thing to do would be to take quercetin, um, which are the uh, they're capsules, and they're usually like a yellowish color. Um, and quercetin will also take your histamine levels down. But quercetin is really high in apples, so that's why you would eat the three apples a day. Um, if you're dealing with blocked detox pathways, then the solution to that would be to first and foremost, lower anxiety, which I've talked about in a previous episode. Any of those techniques will help to lift these really cool things called NRF2 blockers. Um, and you, you lift those just like lifting a garage door and you open up the floodgates and everything can just pour through and go through your system. Really amazing what, you know, the effect that anxiety can have on your body. Um, so detox is, is extraordinarily ramped up um, you know, when you can lower anxiety. Um, and also eating fruits, eating lots of fruits. Fruits are absolutely incredible for detox. They have a million different vitamins and minerals that will help your body push out the stuff that it needs to. Um, from a supplement perspective, you can also um, ramp up detox through certain supplements like calcium deglucurate. Um, which helps to metabolize estrogen in the liver and can balance your hormones. Um, really excellent way. If you start breaking out um, and you, you have a history of having hormone problems, taking calcium deglucurate instantly, you'll see results the, the very next day. It's very fast. Um, the body is, is very reactive. Um, best fruit, believe it or not, for detox is mangoes. Um, you know, dried mangoes, fresh mangoes, mango juice, however you want to eat your mangoes, mango smoothie, whatever you need. Um, incredible for, for boosting detox in your body. Fantastic. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Didn't know there. about those mangoes. We have some in the refrigerator. And apples. I've just apples. got a whole bag of apples. <laughs> we have an apple tree. All right. <laughs> That's awesome. Dominique, do you have anything? Yeah. I want to add to that. So if you do have a breakout around your lip from the mask and it's uncomfortable, it's like hurting, do you recommend any sort of topical that might help with the pain of it? Yeah. So there are, there are a couple of things you can do. Um, initially, one of the best things to do is put tea tree oil on it. Um, that is just really good for just calming down that irritation. You have to wait a minute. When you put it on, it'll flare up brighter red first. And then it will calm down and dry itself out, usually within 20 minutes. Um, so that's a good thing to, to just be aware of. Um, the other thing that's really good is vitamin E oil, which just really ramps up your, your skin's ability to self-heal. Um, amazing for, for topical stuff. Um, there are also certain homeopathic things you can use. Um, there, are, there are creams, uh, Arnica creams. There are also creams that have something called histaminum, um, which you can apply topically, and that will also um, lower that reaction. Um, there are also certain calming um, oils like lavender. A lot of people think that when they break out that putting oil on their skin is, is not a good idea, that they're breaking out from the oil, but it really just depends on the type of oil. Um, and most natural oils are perfectly safe. 
Um, so putting a little bit of lavender oil will also calm the inflammation pretty quickly. Nice. Can, can, can I ask a question? Um, I have, you know, with tea tree oil, um, I, this is an experience of my sister. She found if she put it on more than once a day, it would actually start to like, um, it would be too much for her. So is there anything, and I, I think lavender oil is a little gentler, but do you have any recommendations in terms of like how often to use these oils? Yeah, of course. Um, so as with, with most essential oils, essential oils are very potent and very strong. So it's really important to use a carrier oil. Um, carrier oils can be coconut oil. The best one is jojoba oil, which mimics our natural skin oil, sebum. Um, so the body just takes it right in. So it's, it's really good to, to dilute that, that one drop. I would strongly suggest one drop um, for anything that's going on the face and no more than that. And you can do that twice a day. I, I would do no more than twice a day. And before you apply it the second time, I would rinse your face with warm water to flush out anything that's in there. Because if you do use too much, it will burn. I want to Richard. ask you a quick question. Do again. Yeah. From a more spiritual or metaphysical perspective, uh, aside from all of the surf superficial things that you're talking about, and, and as far as the physical face, what do you think is going on within that person that is generating these rashes? Is it their resistance to wearing the mask because maybe they don't feel that it's necessary and so forth or or is there something else going on what um, i know that a lot of our stuff is based on fear so what do you think richard well stress and anxiety are really big um, but one of the things that causes breakouts specifically around the mouth is the emotion of anger um, when we're when we're talking about the the upper part of the mouth um, in particular, that corresponds with the liver and the large colon, and those are areas that we tend to internalize anger, according to Chinese medicine. So th th this is an emotion that in these times is is very common, um, whether it has to do with the, the social injustices that that we may be experiencing, um, just being being you know cooped up and and having to social distance. Um, being around family members for an extended period of time, these can cause issues of anger. And, you know, our, when our organs are, are dealing with these emotions and we internalize them, our bodies will express it. Um, and it, like I said, with, with anything around the mouth, anger is a really key emotion to, to be aware of. Um, and, uh, you know, taking, taking deep breaths, writing stuff down, figuring out how to work through problems with, with open, honest communication. Um, are just really important to try and, and reprogram your brain to, to not have that emotion. Uh, Tell yourself a different story. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Write it down. I love that. That's what Dominique starts off. We're going to have Dominique after these messages. I always like every morning she does her little list of what she's going to accomplish in that day after she does her whole little uh, gratitude. So it's, it's really kind of cool. Actually, I've learned a lot through this whole thing by how uh, watching other people and how they've been processing everything. So, you know, you take it all in from everybody. So, all right, let's take, thank you so much, Richard. Thank you. Looking forward to next week and uh, give you your contact information, Mountain Sage Healing. How can we get a hold of you? So you can get a hold of me um, through the website, mountainsagehealingarts.com. And you can also email me, mountainsagehealingarts at gmail.com. Thank you so much. Let's take another break and we'll be back with, Dominique Hackett after these messages.
Teen Sports Radio Show. I am your host, Erica Salda, the Queen of Teen. Please tune in every single Tuesday at 9 a.m. Fantastic. Well, it's like I was saying at break, um, Dominique never, she's just so thankful for being a part of Teen Sports Radio and enjoying everybody's segments. But when she came up to me this morning and said, you know, if you need a segment, I have something that I could share today. And I was like, whoa, this is, and it's nice because I don't even bother asking what it is because she's not going to tell me anyway, because we just love the whole organic way that this show has uh, grown and progressed. And I'm so proud of everybody here. Holly McCord, Smart College Admissions, Richard's got a piece now. View, we've got the view from the deck with Lisa, um, Christine Marie. Ed, I love your piece every single week. And I, I think it's just really, um, it exemplifies what this Santa Barbara community is. And I really think um, Les Carroll. Yeah, I thank really you think for Les, saying that, Eric. Uh, serious, I really think uh, Les Carroll, because this show really 10 years ago, this was really his baby that he plopped on my lap. And I was so blessed and thankful that I had an opportunity to do this. And Richard, I can't say enough about you. I hope you liked your breakfast this morning. He gets, Absolutely he gets delicious. paid in t-shirts, breakfast, falafels. I mean, well, let me tell you so something. Expensive. You know what? You want to know what makes the breakfast better? But when you don't have to make it. <laughs> no, I don't mind making breakfast. It's, it's, it is actually the ambiance, the conversation. And it's one of the things that we've talked about on other programs when it comes to going out to eat. Sometimes you're not going to a place because they've got the greatest food in the world. Sometimes you're going to a place to meet with friends and or family to commune. And I think that that, that's a great thing. So that's one of the reasons why it's a good breakfast. And we had a really good conversation and, and, uh, uh, you know, we solved all the problems of the world, but unfortunately we have been sequestered to keep that to ourselves, at least for the time being. Yeah. Well, I tell you, we're looking forward to you and Armita joining us for dinner soon, probably at the end of, uh, July, maybe August. That would be nice. It all Looking depends, forward to it, you know. too. Definitely. All right. Drum roll. Okay, we've got to add a drum roll to the piece. <laughs> say you. Hi, Erica. Um, I, my little comment to add to everything we've been talking about uh, flows right into the anger. Because um, it's really, for me, it's really hard to get onto social media right now. And... Uh, basically, my kids are millennials and watching everyone's comments uh, and trying to handle the amount of, oh, well, there's there's anger and, and there's violence going on and there's there's things going on that are making uh, me uncomfortable and I, I'm sure a lot of other people uncomfortable as well. And so what I what I wanted to talk about was um, very interesting quote that I came across from a psychiatrist uh, who, who passed away. Her name was Robin Skiner, I think is her last name. She said, if people can't control their own emotions, then they start trying to control other people's behaviors. And mm. I thought this was really interesting because I've experienced this when um, I'll get into a Maybe a, a heated uh, event happens and I, and I get triggered. So essentially, I'm either 
living through trauma in the moment or I'm reliving trauma from the past. And when that happens, everything in my being wants to reach out and make the other person either stop what they're doing or do something different. Hmm. That's my That's normal true. response. When I get overwhelmed with my emotions, I want to reach out and force someone else to do something different. And what I'm learning from this quote is, whoa, just like what Ed was talking about and Christine and Richard, what everyone's been talking about today, Holly too, it's about breathing, pausing, and looking at my own emotions first and making the change inside. That's what's going to make me feel better. And so, the, there's a quality of dependency that happens when we get triggered by what's going on in our world right now. Mm -hmm. And what we really want is we want to be authentic and we want to cultivate interdependence. And in doing that, we have to own our own emotions and we have to be able to say, wow, this is going on and I feel angry. I feel really angry. And I, you know, I wish you might do something differently, but I'm going to sit and process my anger and come into terms with what's happening for me. And what I realized, especially when I see some of the violence with the rioting and so forth, I, for me, I realized, wow, if people are capable of that much violence, guess what? We are capable of so much more good. We will be able to rebuild. We will be able to create a renaissance. So when I feel the anger or um, really strong, sad emotions or any kind of strong emotions, I'm trying to, instead of reaching out to control someone else, I'm trying to breathe and go, wow, I need to take this and look at my shadow and figure out why am I getting triggered and what can I do to make the world a better place? And let other people, unless they come to me and ask, let other people process the world and interact with the world as they see fit because they're learning their lessons and I'm learning my lessons. That is so That's good. Beautiful. Isn't that good? That is, I know, told you it was so worth the wait. I know. And you know, what came to me from what you said right there at the end, um, Dominique was, I think it's a quote from Gandhi, be the change you want to see in the world. And I, I love that quote. That just reminds, that's, you know, that's where we take what we want to see happening and we really do it ourselves. Boy, when you went upside down, you really hit, you really hit good, eh? <laughs> well, I, I like some of the comments we're saying uh, of some people in the public, they're saying, you can't legislate love. Love is something that you have to inspire people. And we inspire people by the way we behave, not by forcing somebody else's behavior. We inspire people by being the love every moment of every day. That's how we create a better world. Nice. Richard, what say you? I know you got to add, just sit right next to her. You must be just overwhelmed. <laughs> I, I am. I'm, I'm bursting at the seams. Um, <laughs> um, I, I just, I, I often will use the expression, everyone is you pushed out. And what that really means is that people often think that what I mean is that you can then control other people, but really you can only control yourself and your perception and when you do that, everything around you starts to reflect that new changed perception. And it's one of the beliefs that, that I hold really at the core of my being stronger than anything else. And, you know, if I see something negative going on, all I have to do is change my story about it and the outside world, that story changes to reflect that every single time. And it really is just such an important 
thing to just monitor what's going on in us, monitor our self-talk. Um, and from a practical standpoint, um, really the best thing to do is to just script it out. Honestly, writing, if, if you get angry, if you're feeling an intense negative emotion, write it out differently. Write out your new story. Read it every day. Write it out every day. Just remind yourself about what it is that you want and the goals you're setting for yourself. You could also do that through prayer, meditation. The important thing is just like you said, Richard, just whatever mode you need to express those feelings, whether you take 20 minutes to yourself, whether you pray 20 minutes at night or whatever. Yes, that is the way to go about this. So anyway, Holly McCord, lots of love to you. Richard Ellsworth, uh, Christine Marie, Ed Langlo, Dominique Hackett, Richard Dugan. We love, I, I personally love this show. Peace out. God bless Santa Barbara. Let's see you all next week. Woo!